Hey, you listen to the Steel Plastic Podcast. And today, we're talking about the spirit of 1776. What does it mean? Do we still have that today? Where did it come from? And are people still interested? Are people still invested in the spirit of 1776? Are people still invested in their own nation? In America, are people still invested in the idea that America can and will succeed? Why do people get so emotional? Why do people get so disillusioned? Why do people not care about the spirit of 1776? With us today, Kristen Maureen, JP, Rachel, and Andy of Andy's Philosophy Corner. Andy, if you could start us off. Thank you, Adam. It's great to be on the Steel Plaza podcast again. Uh, this very, very special edition of Andy's Philosophy Corner, where we're lucky enough to have some uh, 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 some great folks with us who are going to share some of their ideas and uh, uh, thoughts about recent events. And uh, like you said, uh, it, I was thinking that the spirit of 1776, you know, I, I was, I mean, it just really, really occurred to me. I think I noticed one time I was just thinking about the song. You know, I'm a musician, and sometimes when you hear a song, you get the chills. And there was, I mean, there was a time I was just recalling in my head, just in my head, and the same thing happened. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And two, that's what the enemies of uh, freedom hate is uh, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Kristen, you're shaking your head. Mm -hmm. What do you say? So it's, it's along those same lines with Andy. The other the other day, I I was driving in my car and I listened to a lot of uh, different sty styles of music. And a version of that song, the national anthem, had come on. Was very. I'm just driving through the mountains and I start weeping. Like you know, there there's no words. It's all, it's, it's, it's just the music and it was the power behind it and the power behind what it, what it meant. And I just, you know, and I just start crying, like, and it, it really hit home and I'm like, wow, this song when I was a child just didn't seem like much, but now here we are and the world is what it is and it, it broke me down. Rachel. To piggyback, like you ask any one of my kids, because my kids all grew up through this time where I started waking up. And when I started waking up was when COVID came out and it made you question all these things. And those songs were really just go-tos. Like you ask any one of my kids, especially that song Trump walks out to when he does his rallies. Yeah. Like, you do. Mm -hmm. You get into that vibe and you're like, like, what is going on as a nation? And it, it just hits home with you because especially for me, I have kids and I'm telling okay. you, all my kids know those songs. Oh, yeah. Okay, mom, not that one again. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's one of those things that's impossible to explain. I mean, if like the national anthem, you've heard it how many times right. in your life? In uncountable numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, almost always at an important occasion of some kind, even if it wasn't for you, it was for somebody else. And it's cool because it, you just grow up around it. 
And, you know, when I was older, you know, I found out or, you know, we find out that other countries don't do that. Right. A lot of countries don't even know what their national anthem is. And I think it has something to do with the spirit of 1776, which, if nothing else, says uh, King George, suck it. (laughs) (laughs) King George, suck it. That's, yeah, that's good. And then, like, there's the other idea that why now? Why now when there's a large group of people, right? Whether a small group of people or a large group of people, right? They hear the national anthem, right? They hear the national anthem and they're weeping. Physically, mentally affected by the national anthem. When never before, never before, think about the Super Bowl, right? The head coach of the Eagles wept, right? Why did it affect him? Kristen. And you have to think where a, a few years ago, I don't know how many years, but you got to think back where, where Kaepernick, what, took a knee? And, and and so like everything's disregard like that like we went from that where it was okay to take a knee and not be like not support the national anthem and people just went out and got drinks during the middle of that during the game to go you know and now you have coaches and, and players like literally crying and and you can see it so there's been a shift over the years but why. Uh, Rachel, I think a lot of it has to do with the politics. Mm -hmm. Like I said, for me, when these songs became important to me and I really listened to the words and I really felt and understood the meaning was when I started waking up to the corruption of the government and what they've been doing to us. Other than that, I didn't care either. Right. But then you see all the division and you're like, wait a minute. Now, which side do I want to be on? Because this is a thing Mm -hmm. happening that's never happened before. All the divide. I mean, yeah. as much as there is. JP. Oh, or maybe you think maybe because you see that from a different site. Say you're in the military or family of the military. And uh, you've seen it. You've seen corruption at the highest point. You've seen what it does to other countries. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not what we, the people, represent. Right. But people are told what to do. Yeah, people Even, like me, before I woke up, I'm oblivious to what goes on in other countries. I'm so self So when I hear that national anthem, it brings a tear to my eyes because everybody that's ever joined and that's ever committed to ever put that gear on to be, you know, go out and defend. Mm-hmm. They never had bad intentions. They never, right. they were always for a good purpose. And those people that died for all these corrupt peoples, for whatever political reasons right. or whatever, that's what brings a tear to my eyes. Is that the spirit? Is that the spirit of 1776? Well, I think, uh, I mean, I mean, again, getting back to what George can do with himself, you know, um, just sort of uh, absolutely rejecting. I mean, let's face it, we had a global monarchy, you know, and that's that's a little tough to pull off. That had never quite been done before. And, uh, you know, it turns out things work for us. But, I mean, I think the spirit that, yes, we can do this. Yes, we can beat the world's largest empire. We can do this. There was that spirit. And I think of late, some of us, maybe a lot of us, feel like 
it's almost been a spiritual assault. Um, almost like a siege that's taken place uh, really for maybe a few generations when you really think about it. Um, and so I think it's as good a time as any uh, to uh, flex uh, in a peaceful way, <laughs> uh, uh, allegedly. Do we, do we right. say that? Right. Yeah. You can I, say mean, I mean, yeah. there's... At what point, though? Yeah. Well, at what point? Because we're at a point where I don't think peaceful really matters. Yeah. I mean, not saying, but I'm saying, when do we get the police officers on our side? When do we get the law on our side right. to get the justice that we deserve? Because they're just doing the bidding of mm-hmm. the corruption. Exactly. If it weren't for the cops complying with, you know, wear this mask. Like, yeah. Well, you can't get into this restaurant because you don't have this whatever. If it weren't these people that are just humans like you and I, the people that need to get into the spirit of, wait a minute, like, we're all fighting for the same thing. Right. Right. So that, to me, is a big problem, like getting the people that, you know, well, I got to go to work. I gotta, well, I you're can't. conditioned to follow orders. Right. And they didn't be compliant. So when, you, or when you're not compliant, it's out of the order. So then, therefore, you look like you're the crazy person. If you question authority, you're the crazy person. If you don't agree with the status quo, you're the crazy person. Yeah. But it aren't we taught through? I mean, think about this right now. In this time we're in, right this second, I bet you a million dollars, no one's ever read the Constitution as much as they have right now because their right. their rights are being violated mm. on a daily basis in every every aspect you could possibly think of. I mean, through yeah. the internet, they're trying to silence you through censorship, even though that's against your second, you know, your first and second. Right. So they're trying to take your guns away. They're trying to use credit card companies to suppress the amount you could buy. They're trying to give you ESG scores or whatever for your investments. They try to pass that to actually use for investment purposes. Right. The environmental aspect of each company valued on a, a third party company that gets to do that, decide that actual action. Right. That's not a fiduciary advisory kind of situation. That's a, a political scheme. And and the reality, to piggyback off of what you said, you know, driving home the other day with my 15-year-old son, he said, he said, he, I, I, I can't stand going to school. He said, I, I'm, I haven't learned a thing in years. And I'm like, oh, I believe that because I've seen this whole indoctrination thing. And then he continues, and this is the most brilliant thing I've ever heard this child say, he said, I don't even know my rights. Mm. And like, and that really sat with me. I'm like, you're right. They're not going to, and they're not going to teach you your rights. They're not going to, they're good. They're going to teach you the, you know, the, like the whole, uh, this agenda, that agenda and all this, but they are not going to teach you anything that's relevant. Yeah. They teach, what do they say? They teach you in school how to, Listen, not how to think. Right, right. How to follow orders and stay in line. Don't rock the boat or you're going to be suspended or in trouble. If I could uh, back that up a little bit, uh, having uh, having both parents working in uh, education and, and public education in one way or another, you get to see, you know, just, I mean, this thin veil they got going on about who knows best and uh, here's what we're going to do, whether you like it or not. 
uh, in a sort of way, always donating to the same political party. Right. Get one guess. Uh, well, I think in, I mean, in terms of response, I think there, I think we have a lot going for us. I think one, you know, this struggle, I think it's never been this bad. You may say to yourself, but um, maybe it's always been this bad. And right now, we're just able to see it so much better because it is the information age. Right. You can tell who only watches mainstream cable news and reads the New York Times and think they know what's going on. You're right. You don't know what's going on. It's a big internet. Okay, it's not 2000 anymore when you can't find this stuff. And you kind of have a responsibility to those around you to remain informed. So anyway, it's always been this bad and always will be. So, okay, let's hunker down. Number two, what they're trying to do is really tricky, which means, um, and we're seeing this, uh, in one way or another, there are so many ways, really an infinite number of ways to sabotage this operation one way or another. And I'll just say, be creative and don't even tell your best friend about what you do. That's how you get caught. <laughs> so right. anyway, so but I think we have a lot going for us. And there is a ton of infighting on the other side. You can <coughs> tell it's that's harder information to find, but there's a ton of infighting on the other side. I get it. And, and here's the thing. It's like, you always think about this. You always think about this, right? Why are we now? And why are we in a different place right now? Like, why are we in a different place, right? Is it because that the youth doesn't get it? Kristen? I I think there's I think there's two realities going on at this point. Two realities? Yeah. Okay. I think there there's there's a reality that that, that people that understand the truth live in that I'm sorry, the what the truth uh-huh. and 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 they see they see what's going on like we all of us sitting here can watch the news and we can we can pick it apart and we know like that wait that don't sound Bullshit. right right Control. that doesn't sound right but doesn't then you right. have a whole other group of people that are living in a totally different reality. And who are that those watch people? the news? Who are those people? Those people are the, the ones that the, they'll they'll watch the news. They watch the mainstream media. They they go to the movie theaters, you know, and and, and they they follow that narrative. They they you know everything is is what they're told. They believe it, and there's well, that's what mainstream says. You know, it's, it's perfect example. Vaxxers and anti-vaxxers. Right. You know, like I have people that are in my family that believe the vaccine was good for them and COVID was very real and very dangerous for their health. And us from day one, it was not day one necessarily, but not, you know, very long into it. We were not afraid. We knew the masks were BS. And as soon as the vaccine rolled out, no way, no mm-hmm. way. Um, but there's others out there, you know, that was a godsend for them. And these are the different realities. I Even with threatening like, possibility of, uh, you know, disciplinary actions at work. You know, right. they were talking about bringing this mandate possibly from the CDC recommendations to my work. 
and actually bringing it down upon us that if we didn't, you know, submit to whatever this was, these vaccines, that we possibly could have problems with employment. Mm. Mm. But it actually didn't go through. Mm. I mean, it was being pushed very hard. Wow. It was highly recommended that we did get vaccinated. Wow. These are the things that hit close to home that cause a person a light switch to go off to say, this ain't right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to start digging yeah. and figuring out and then, you, you know, talking yeah, about the spirit of 76. Why would I be forced to take a vaccine? I'm not in the medical field. Right. 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 So if I could ask you, because I've never met you before tonight. So um, um, it sounds like you were kind of like me. You were cautiously pessimistic, maybe. Because I'm like, I mean, before I even had a chance to like really even voice any concerns to the rest of my family, like maybe let someone else go first. Man, uh, they're already like uh, like all vaccinated. I'm like, right. whoa, <laughs> whoa, that was fast. And they just there's that uh, some uh, I don't know psychology uh, Russian psychology experiment that they're like all it takes is enough fear about something, right. and it will forever like guide your actions and it doesn't it could be a jelly donut it really doesn't matter they can make you deathly afraid of jelly donuts or mm-hmm. a jelly donut um and that was the fear conditioning you know right. they don't know how many people voted in the last election but um gosh darn it, if cnn doesn't have a i'm sure completely accurate death toll counter ticking right. on the counter right. um, and a bigger i mean thing than ever before talk about a fear thing brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> Did you guys see the um, the Marvel comic Pfizer? They made a graphic cartoon from Mar- F- Pfizer made a cartoon um, called Everyday Heroes. Everyday Heroes. Sponsored by Pfizer. Marvel did that. Marvel. But they are also what owned by Disney? Yeah. I, I, I mean, follow Lucas the money. Films. Yeah. Yeah. Which is owned by Disney. The mouse. All you do is follow the money. Hollywood. And Hello. yeah. And, and you'll figure out. Media, I mean, anything TV. Yeah. When, when COVID first they came out. They shared in schools. Yeah. Well, when COVID first came out, I my, my kids collect comic books. And I'd be flipping through and it would be a superhero with a mask on. So with Spider- a mask on. It was Spider-Man. It was Spider-Man. Right. Who already has a mask. So Spider-Man already has a mask, but he's putting a mask over his mask. Because he's protecting him. (laughs) By protecting himself, he's protecting everyone. That's like, you know. It's a brainwashing. With great great power comes great responsibility. Your kids look how cool I am. Yeah. I have a mask. I go above and beyond CDC recommendations. Above and beyond. Thank you, Jackie. Triple max. Above and beyond CDC recommendations. (laughs) But, well, you know, it's like we want to talk about the spirit, right? What's the spirit of 1776? What is it? Well, um, to... Uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson. I mean... To actually p- quoted it. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson. We will talk about them in the second half. But, well, yes, go ahead. Why? What happened? Is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he was never okay. He was a psychopath, but... But he quoted the, the whole idea. I was of, afraid he'd say he died in an airplane crash or something. No, he died from COVID. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know he was sick. 
Yeah, yeah, he actually got COVID. Damn it. Anyway, yeah, I'll die suddenly. Okay, okay, so here it is, here it is. If all of this seems like it's all designed to demoralize you, bingo. This yes. is all designed to demoralize you. Right. And yeah. so that's why, think of how rough it was with poor George Washington and them folks with no shoes. You think they, uh, that was no picnic, man. So, yeah, yeah, it's under attack, but don't... Uh, Man, don't uh, lose your mojo, you know. Remain inspired, you know. That's what mm-hmm. I think. Inspiration is the thing. Inspiration is the thing. And we all have to be inspired, right? Don't we? Yes. We have to stick together, right? Yeah. Stick together, right? And and be all the people that we can be to, like, fight back against this nonsense, right? Yeah. And it is nonsense. It is truly nonsense. And we'll be right back here after the break. Right back here on the Steel Plaza podcast. And we're talking about the spirit of 1776. Wikipedia classifies it as the spirit of 76 is a patriotic sentiment typified by the zeitgeist surrounding the American Revolution. It refers to the attitude and self-determination and individual liberty made manifest in the U.S. Declaration of Independence. That's what it was. That's what it is. Where are we now? Here's where we are. Now we're in a time where military enlistments are at an all-time low. An all-time low, right? We're here now where the youth don't understand. The spirit's not there. The spirit's not there. What is the spirit? What is the spirit that gets us so emotionally invested, right? So emotionally invested in a song of liberty and freedom. What is it? Well, something I could maybe add to that. Um, Uh, A very recent story I saw was about how there's a lot of kids like in elementary school that have legitimate anxiety that the planet's going to uh, uh, burn to a crisp in uh, the next six to eight weeks or years. You know, uh, that really never changes. You know, it's always going to be a little bit further ahead, you know, and it harkens back to your the the end is nigh, the world will end tomorrow crowd, you know, the end of the world stuff and i think if you uh if people are properly conditioned and assaulted you know it's funny you watch movies made in the 80s and the 90s and they show you the future and they're like well since in the year 2020 all the atmosphere is gone mm-hmm. and all the icebergs melted because we didn't pay. no dude um and believe me when i was younger as as hard as they're pushing this right now so anyway a lot of kids that spirit um maybe some are just so pessimistic about the future. I think, I think that's got to have a little bit to do with it. But uh, uh, what do others think about? Uh, I mean, the zeitgeist, the spirit of the time in 1776 versus now. What's the spirit of the time now? Rachel. Okay. So when listening to you say, to all, say everything you're saying right now. 
1776 was a time where the American people came together in a large group and accomplished something very important in our history. And I think we're on that precipice again where a collective of human beings are coming together now and realizing like we need to do something because our government is taking control. So I think that's kind of where we're at. We're repeating history. That's what we're doing. But it's, it's a little bit more crazy, I think, now because we don't want to come back here in another hundred years. We want to actually evolve this time and we want to learn how to live without the corruption and actually eliminate it once and for all. Right. We don't want to come back here. So it's a big thing going on right now. A lot of people don't realize. Right. Yeah. Well, I think also the warfare back in 1776 might have been more of a hands combat situation to deal with disinformation, to deal with the totalitarianism, uh, whatever you want to call it, you know, where the crown rules over the people. But nowadays it's more of an informational warfare where people are just putting out information and getting silenced. I mean, just think of it like this. If you were a person out on the street and you were talking uh, something that they would label as disinformation, something about COVID, something about the president, something about anything with the policies of foreign attributes and whatnot. If someone came in a van and like, picked you up and took you away and silenced you, that's the same thing they're doing when they silence right. you on Twitter, when yeah. they silence you on Facebook. Yep. It's the same yeah. thing. It, it's against your unalienable rights. Mm-hmm. You're right. Your constitutional rights that you should stand up for. And we never had to stand up for these rights before because they were never in our sights as seen as violated. And so now, I mean, Kristen. yeah, you think you think about what Rachel and I just did about a month ago. We 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 went to a town hall meeting. That's all we did, and we recorded outside of that town hall meeting and did a live feed. And we were interviewed by Fox News. We were interviewed by two other independent news outlets. And by the time I got home from that location, quote unquote, wherever, you know, I don't want to get turned off for this. But by the time we got home, I I got on Facebook and that live feed was removed. Outside of a town hall meeting. Tell me what happened. Tell me what happened that we did wrong that got us silenced. There is 5,000 people in this community and and we were one tiny, tiny voice. And within three or four hours, our live stream was gone. It didn't exist anymore. I just figured when you said that, that's what happens to live streams. Because I don't do a lot of live yeah. streams. So I'm like, oh, it won't unless Whoops. it doesn't save it. And that's what I thought. No. It was. It was, it it, was gone. Yeah. It, they, it, because of content. It, it said this was removed. Due to contents, and it had this like you know you can click here to learn more, and and it it was just it was just it vanished. So I think what we're trying to say here, censorship. Yeah, there's so many things going on right now, and everybody's going to awaken to their own spirit of 1776 on their own time. And for some people, right. it's what's happening in East Palestine. For some people, it's the gas mm-hmm. prices. For some people, it's the voting. 
yeah. whatever, the blacks, whatever. Right. Everybody has their own switch. And we're all going to turn on just like light bulbs at one time. And that's when we bring it back. Mm. We got a little ways to go. Right. I, I do. agree. I agree. We're suffering to come, probably. Yeah. Well, something we have going for us here in the United States is, uh, and I don't know, I could be wrong. I, I get, it makes sense to me, but the fact that you have, um, you know, a federal government and which is uh, not as much as it used to be, but held in check at the state level and to even a degree at the local level. So that's where grassroots things you can easily see on a map, you know, what's red and what's blue. You can see what's blue. And I'll tell you a couple of things about areas that are all blue. Uh, they have bad crime. They're run by Democrats. Wow. Uh, right. Uh, and uh, you, I, I mean, I could go on and on. Uh, if they if they always vote blue, it's either a state capital or a big university town right. or a border town. Yeah. Every time. Mm. Somehow. So that's like an infrastructure. Just imagine you've seen it before a map down to the county level, maybe of what's red and what's blue. And you can just see it on a map. It's you can see it plain as day. And you know why? Because they're controlling a border, but they're getting paid to look the other way. Right. It almost looks like, if I could, a chessboard. Imagine yeah. Yeah. the blue and the red. Because, you know, they're plotting their schemes, they're doing their tactics, but we're rising above every time. Right. And every for everything that's done bad to us, wrong to us, more people are awakening. That's more people recruiting for the army of patriotism, right? It's the more people that are awakening. So these bad things are coming in, you know, that the Democrat states are doing, you know, more people are realizing this is not what we want. Like, right. like we said, you can't walk down Chicago. I wouldn't yeah. want to go to Chicago. Yeah. Could you imagine living there? <laughs> Like here's another wake up call right. for others. So, but we Irish, we yeah. have to remember that these bad things are recruiting more for mm -hmm. the army, for our spirit, for yeah. what we stand for. Because their their way doesn't work. It's not yeah. working. <laughs> yeah. Lori Lightfoot was usually a pretty sharp dresser, and I can't think of. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, the more yeah, I find is. out about her, the less I like her, and, oh and I'll leave God. it there. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot. There's a lot to think about um, when it comes to everything that's been going on, uh, like with with the actual, well, with, with what we're being told, right, on the right. news. A lot of, there's a lot going on, and a lot of it is that everything has been, and will continue to be, continue to be. Nothing's wrong. Turn your head the other way. Drink the water. Right. The water's fine. The water's fine. Just drink <laughs> Just the water. Just drink it. Just they, drink it. They want us, they, the people that control yes. everything, they mm -hmm. want us in the spirit of fear. Right. Exactly. Not in the spirit of 1776 because right. we're when we're in fear of COVID and we're, when we're yes. in fear of climate change. And, and race wars Nuclear and gender wars. wars and being victims, they are controlling us. Mm -hmm. And people like us, we can't be controlled anymore. We see right. it. We see it. 
Mm-hmm. But what about the people that can? What about the people that can? I feel sorry for them. Yeah, it's sad. The people that can be controlled, right? Yeah. Who are they, right? They're the people that voted, right? Maybe. Or didn't the people that just don't care or pay attention? Yeah, or the people, yeah, because I know a lot of people that pretend that they vote and they but don't. They're also the people that serve. They're also the people that are good citizens. They're yeah. also the people that are, you know, na- naturally just a good person in general. They just are don't pay attention. Yeah, because well, they just watch. They they watch what the mainstream media are in fear. They, yeah, and and it gives them they put, it put this. Puts them in a fear mentality. Well, nobody has a true intention yeah. of like, you know, I want to mess my country up. Like, I'm sure everybody that goes out there and even believes all the stuff that's going on with the Democratic Party, Joe Biden, all these people. I'm sure they have like the true intent. Like, this is better for society, whether it's hatred towards Donald Trump because he says we're not missing banks or whatnot. <clears throat> he has, you know, outside relations or multiple kids or whatever it is. But, you know, I'm saying I don't think their true intentions are ever to hurt. Well, we are. It's just the, the pathway to get to where they think is correct. It's, it's true. The brainwashing. We, we it's brainwashing. Yeah. We've all been brainwashed. We and, all and, had and, our and, and in this brainwashing, it is actually teaching you to give up your rights for yeah. securities and right. such things that, that you really don't need. Yeah. We need to. And they say, don't they say, Satan is the spirit of fear. Yep. Demons have names named fear sure. and gluttony. Benjamin Franklin or yeah. someone, the one of the founders said, Satan don't ever give up your rights for securities because in the end you'll, you deserve neither. Right. That's what it really is. We are the warriors. Right. You know, just like back in 1776, you have people that came together. Except people weren't dying on the battlefield now. People nowadays. Now they're in they're prison. Going, yeah, they're, they're, just, they're destroying you be able to have a life, to be able yeah. to live through you know, mandates do this, do that, yeah. like, you know, oh, you're a domestic terrorist for, you know, trying to defend, yeah. just defend your right to be able to protest. Going to the Capitol, and now you're now you're locked up in the gulag and down, down in the basement of fucking D.C., and, and like, if all they, they have. If, all and they have. right to be able to yeah. live. We could, they don't. We yeah. could have easily. They didn't yeah. release the tapes to their attorneys. The attorneys didn't have the shaman, that shaman dude, whatever his name is, like, you know, the guy, uh-huh. he, like, I watched an interview with him and, and it was a, a mainstream media interview and the lady was pushing. She's like, why'd you do what you did? And he's like, what did I do? He's like, I went into a place of sacred and he's like, I wanted to raise the vibration. He said, I told people not to steal things. I told people not to break things and they listened to me. And now he's serving four years. Yeah, and he was escorted. Yeah, yeah he did not yeah. do process. He didn't do a thing right. wrong. That's why people are, that, that, that's, this is why this is exactly as for itself. Yeah, yeah. It's just not bloodbath beyond bloodbath. It's information. You're standing for people, something. So I have a There's question. people like me getting silenced. I'm nobody. I'm just an average Joe that goes to right. work and defends his family that disbelieves in the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, everything oh. else. I don't stand out at all. And and they label me as somebody that's a threat. To a my, threat? Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm, I was overseas for the military for seven years. Right. Not in the military contracting, though. Right. But like, yeah, I mean, I worked for the military. Like, you think I'm someone that's like a 
vicious person or something like that's not an attribute that I carry at all whatsoever. It, it's just totally absurd. Mm-hmm. It, it's all politically divided into these segments that are just not realistic at all, non existent. They just make them up to label you as something, yeah. label you as crazy as an opposition to their propaganda. Right. It's totally absurd. As I mentioned, Earlier, I, 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 I love the idea of just as a real good example of uh, the I did that sticker on the gas pump. I don't know who first had the idea. <laughs> I don't know how it caught on. But I mean, the way I read tea leaves and stuff, I think that had a lot to do. Seriously, a lot to do as it, people saw them everywhere. Um, when the prices shot up, I think that had a lot to do with what the United States did with the uh, strategic patrol, uh, 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 petroleum reserve. Um, you know, stuff like little stuff like that can have an enormous impact. Just being creative, and like I said, your friends and family are best off if you don't say anything at all about it. Right. You know what I mean? I'm 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 yeah. telling you the truth. Right. That's that's right, right. because yeah. no one will ever know. Right. No one will ever know except you. And if you can keep a secret to yourself, you can really get a lot done. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so, true. so I mean, take heart, be creative, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but always speak your truth. Like, and, that, and I think that's like the biggest thing with the 1776 thing is like, you have all these, these, mm people that were in D.C., you have people that actually witness it and know what really happened, and then you have people that are arrested and, and, and they're not being represented in the right way, and and what they're doing as a community. You know, like, they're standing up for the truth. They, they're they continuing, like, like, praying, and they're reading the Bible, and then they're singing the National Anthem every night at 9 o'clock. And it, it's one of those things where when you see that and you see all these men that were like led into a building being walked, ushered in, and now they are locked up and and, and they're still singing like this this country. You and know, yet like there's this, people from the riots of 2020 that actually murdered people, right? that destroyed property, that walked away scot-free. Not only With did they a walk lot away, of Nikes. Not only did they walk <laughs> away, but also political people such as Kamala Harris right. actually actually started to fund to fund get these people out of jail. Out of jail. Oh my God, you're right. So here you see it's you like see, full circle. You see the difference right there yeah. between the light, right, and the dark. Right there, it is right yeah. there. There's the divide. So I feel like my position and all of this in this time like what can I do can I protest do I start a church what do I do and I feel like the best thing I can do right now uh, is to spread a message of hope because a lot of people are like this is doom and gloom time like it's that fear Mm -hmm. and if anything the message of 1776 wasn't about fear it was about hope yeah and change right and that's the precipice that we're at right now. So I feel like if I'm going to say anything in all of this, it's to not lose hope because we're not going to lose. Mm-hmm. We're not. If this is good that this is happening. Gave proof 
through the night yeah. that our flag yeah. was still Things are there. Different like, war is yeah. different now, but it's in the mind, we're... and it's 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 in the mind. It's it's for the mind. It's for the soul. So it's a different type of warfare. Yep. And they're they're using the threat of nuclear bombs. They're using the Ukraine war. They're using all of that manipulation to lower our vibration. And and also disconnect us as a collective. Fear, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't That's, let that fear in. No, you can't. Nothing to be afraid of. Okay, so here's something um, I've been thinking about is think of the uh, late 1760s and the early 1700s. You know, most of us in school read books. There were loyalists, you know, because it wasn't everybody going along with it all at once. So maybe right now it feels like the 17, late 1760s, early, early 1770s, where we are really, we have a network um, to do everything. We, I mean, to communicate yeah. and conduct commerce. And there's all sorts of parallel everything. Um, dear Lister, uh, uh, you will never find really important things on Facebook or YouTube, uh, rumble odyssey. There's uh, a dozen other great sites that do not restrict free speech. Your eyes will pop out of your head. And, um, you know, there's plenty of stuff with all the receipts. Right. Yeah. I agree. Is it coming to Bastille day? Is it coming to that? Is it coming to like the French revolution? Like Bastille did. Not yet, I think. Not yet. I think it's going to be more than that. So. It's not over until Hillary Clinton loses uh-huh. another election. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Mm. Watch out, don't get killing me. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm just kidding. She doesn't care. She's a good girl. She's all right. Ain't nothing wrong with that lady. <clears throat> yeah, she's she's the. Don't ever get in an airplane again, no. Andy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. Yeah. Don't worry. You don't that. travel. You don't travel privately. Yeah. yeah. I uh, don't get in a private jet anytime soon. I'm just gonna hand walk. Don't let anyone offer you a ride anymore. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hand walk you home to Carnegie. Make sure you're on my back. <laughs> Anywho, Jesus anyway, Christ. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so uh, that's that's uh, it's a lot to think about. And will will we get to the point where it becomes or an actual revolution? Will we get to that point? And it's it's something to think about because there are so many. There's so many people, so many people that are on the same page. There's so many people, there's so many militia groups, private militia groups, right, that live in the United States, right? There's so many people that are so disgusted with their way of life right now. There's so many people that are so upset with what's going on in the world. There's so many people that are so disgusted with the way the world is going. There's so many people with the education system and what they're teaching the children now in the public schools. Is there going to be a day 
Is there going to be a day that comes that's going to be the Bastille Day? Is that going to happen? I think we're at we're at that climactic moment in the movie where everything goes boom. It, you know, and you have to make that decision. Like, what, 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 what side are you on? Are you, you know, and 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 as a collective, because what we are, we are a collective consciousness, and so they know. And you know who I'm talking about when I say they. They know that as a collective consciousness, if our vibration is lowered and we're living in a state of fear, we're going to be more willing to be susceptible to their commands. We're going to be susceptible to their, you know, like in MK Ultra, whatever they're fucking. Yeah, they're programming their bullshit. But if as a collective consciousness, like we use their own tools against them, like the Internet. The one thing they created that, like, you know, they can't control on a certain level. They can control it in some levels, but they can't control it 100%. And that's why all these people are awake right now is because there is free speech on the Internet. But, like, well, free speech right now. Yeah, to at, an extent. At this moment. At an, to an extent. At this moment. Yeah, an extent. but before, like, you know, conspiracy theories could live for years on the Internet. Untarnished back in the day, yeah. you know, because that wasn't a threat. That wasn't, you know, conspiracy theorists were like cuckoo crazy. But and now conspiracy conspir- theorists weren't a problem until they right. started becoming true. Yes. They started becoming true by fact. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And I don't think there'll ever be a bloody revolution like there was. Ooh. Like you're in, in it's for your mind. I don't think it will. It's, it's going to be an ascension. Yeah. It's people going to oh, yeah. understand that what's been done to them the wrongdoing aspect and who's been doing it and what their aspirations or their inspirations or their intentions were while doing this. People are going to realize that. And right. that's what the revolution is going to be because it's going to be in nefarious kind of things, just nasty, like hideous, sadistic kind of things that's going to change people's minds. Like that might case, be. It might be. Rachel. Can I, yes. Can I say something? Okay. So we sit here and talk about these things. Oh, the world's doing this and the world's doing that. But do we ever sit and ask ourselves, what can we do personally to get involved and make a change? And when you think about that, okay, so a revolution, I'm looking at the definition and it's an overthrowing of government. We all know that's what needs to happen. Yes. Revolution is not going to be a dinner party. So uh-huh. what can we do individually? Yeah. We're meeting, you right. know, like you said, maybe this is 1770, you know, we're on the verge. But this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. This is what what can we do? Community. Yeah. A community. Criminal, so a community getting together and figuring out what the fuck is going to happen next. Because we have to figure it out. But what the media is pushing is propaganda. What the media is pushing is do stuff illegally, unlawfully, do mm-hmm. heinous crimes to cities, to people, to organizations. And that's what it's not going to be. Because we're more smarter than that. We right. see what they're pushing. Right. We're going to do this stuff by the book. We're going right. to protest you know, peacefully. We're going to you know, cheer for the... You know, we're cheering for America, ultimately, right. in the end. Yeah. Ultimately, but any which enough way. enough? You know, after they murder us by tricking us into taking vaccines and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people die, 
because the vaccines and the lies that these pharmaceutical companies spread, I'm sorry. Like, when is enough enough that, you know, peacefully protesting doesn't work? We have to be an organized militia. Well, like you said, this is a different time. Well, you like, need to hold people accountable. Then. You need to hold people that represent you in Congress and Senate. Yeah. And you're, anybody, so hold them accountable. cheat in the election systems that are broken. I'll take a military tribunal. Mm-hmm. That would work. Right. That yeah. would work. Yeah. <laughs> Any day. That'd be an unbiased How situation that would probably be beneficial that... to both parties. Mm-hmm. I like to think that's in the works. There's, I mean, there are, there is an awful lot happening. Just like there are devolution fu- that's operating right now. Possibly could. Be well, there's operating. all sorts of things happening that we don't know about, but the good news is neither do our opponents, yeah. and yeah. that should keep you inspired. Good and somebody yeah. is gonna hear something uh, interesting that I said, and might send them off in a whole other thought pattern. Right. It's chaos theory. You don't know where it's going to end up, but if you send it out there, maybe with the right kind of energy. Um, right. You can sort of yes. say global overlords. No, that's that's old and busted. You know, spirit of fear. We can't let it drown mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. We're here to fight. We're the warriors of our time. Well, you just think about it. they can't win informationally. They will write about so us. So what are they going to do? They can't right. win informationally because everything they present is propaganda mm-hmm. and it's counted by the truth and the truth shows. They're trying to tell us right now. Right. Don't believe what your eyes are seeing on this, on these videos. Or, yeah, you know, don't believe what's in front of your face. Or, you know, in the buildings. Don't believe these. Believe what the chief police officer yeah. of the uh, right. DC unit says. You got to believe me or your own eyes. Who the fuck happened to Ashley Babbitt? I don't know. Who you might you eventually know, like, see the videos if they ever She's still alive. The cases. Like, is that even, like, not even fucking real? You know what out. I mean? It's hard to tell. That's that's part of. I mean, I've talked about this before, but we are in the information age. This is just like when the industrial revolution took place. That was a really big deal for society as a whole, with massive ramifications. And before that, it was, hey, I can make metal. Holy cow! And I kick the crap out of your wooden sword with my freaking metal one. I mean, and there you go. And then you control all the land and everything, you know, until somebody does that better than you. But um, I think the information age, there's a book I read 20 years ago called The Naked Corporation, um, which is a cute title, but how the information age will, will, transparency in the information age will make corporations more accountable. And I thought, wow, that's a really interesting idea. Now, in one way or another, kind of people are going to know what you're up to. For example, real estate, every single real estate appraisal that a real estate appraiser sends off has to go through a special government gate. Okay, Um, everybody knows everything what's going on. Just take that as a given. Um, So. And there's another very good book called uh, Life After Google. So the current tyranny we have, you know, it's not like it was 20 years ago. Like I'm saying, there's other places you can get informed. In fact, like you can get so informed, I was saying earlier, I got to step away from it and watch cat videos for a little while or something. <laughs> fucking cat. Yeah, yeah, I tried to watch. Jeez, oh, what was that? I'm, I forget the thing. but uh, uh, you, you know the thing, man. My, yeah. What's the movie? 
You know the thing, man. Come on, man. Corn Pop was a bad dude, man. Got hairy legs. I got hairy legs. Corn Pop was a bad dude. I take him outside back to the schoolyard and put it to him. Yeah, I put it to him. Corn Pop. Corn Pop was a bad dude, man. Dog face pony soldier. Oh my god. Dog face pony soldier. Pop was a bad dude, man. He's a dog There was a hearing in Congress the other day. All right. And the senators or congressman said, he was questioning somebody, he said, Joe Biden, you know, you say we don't need to question his mental capacity. I'd like you to pronounce that word for me. Corn pot? It was just some random letters and it was in quotes and it was up on the screen. (laughs) And the guy testified, you know, you you probably can't pronounce that word, can you? Oh my! Yeah, oh my! No, it was like random letters. It wasn't a corn pop. I would jump up down like a trillion corn pop. Corn pop. Why don't we have T-shirts to say corn pop? Right, make them. I'm gonna make them. That's a good one. Corn pop was a bad dude. Hashtag. (laughs) Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag corn pop. Shirts. He's talking his class. Don't worry about. Top of his class. Is he doing okay? He didn't get COVID, did he? I don't know. I don't Only know. Only three he... times over. Three times ever got COVID. Fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. Like, Wait, who? Corn Pop? Corn Pop's in perfect health. still going. Yeah, Corn Pop. He was every, bad, t- every time questioning come up about any major event that, you know, natural disaster or whatnot mm-hmm. or shooting or anything. Mm-hmm. That's like Corn Pop. Yeah, Corn, corn Pop. Corn Pop did it. COVID. Ukraine <laughs> war. Corn Pop. COVID. Corn pop had COVID. That's why the Ukraine war started. Trump's fault. Trump's fault. Hashtag corn pop. Yeah. So anything that deals with anything that, I'm not going to say his name. I'm going to say Iden. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it rhymes with Ryden. Anything that went wrong with Ryden, corn pop did it. Or the prior administration. Corn Pop did it. It was Corn Pop. Hey, here's a good one. Here's a good one. He hey, hey, Ryden's son lost his laptop that accuses him and his entire family of anything ever that happened that was so destructive to the United States of America. Corn Pop did it. It was Corn Pop. It was Corn Pop. And it was the prior administration. Actually, excuse me real quick. That laptop doesn't exist. The laptop does not exist. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rachel. Well, I I heard them questioning again. Congress hearing. Matt Gates. Do you know the FBI? Do you mean Corn Pop? Yeah, Corn Pop. Corn Pop did it. Do you know where yeah. the F? Do you know where the FBI laptop is? I can't where answer that. I can't where answer is that it? question. I can't answer that question. Maybe Corn Pop knows. Corn Pop knows. <laughs> Corn Pop. Yeah, Corn Pop probably knows. <laughs> Corn Pop knows, or the prior admin knows where that laptop is. I'll tell you something is. about that Hunter Biden laptop. Where's that laptop, Corn Pop? Can't tell you where that laptop is or corn pop, but this I do one, know for a fact this that is corn Facebook pop totally disabled my account because I posted per se mm-hmm. from 
the Hunter Biden. Oh laptop. man, my goodness! Later that later have been proven to be actual factual man. pictures from the Hunter Biden laptop. Well. Nothing you were in fa- Facebook or Twitter Past, or what jail? Uh, it, was fa- it was Facebook. Completely mm. disabled my account. Took wow. all my wow. photos, would let me take them off, even after I requested to have them back. Jeez. Wow. It said I violated Christ. their, uh, some kind of rights Community or whatever. guidelines. Yeah, their guidelines or whatever criteria. Wow. For uh, posting pictures off of Hunter Biden's laptop that were posted. Wow. Right experience. off of Hunter Biden's laptop. Wow. That doesn't exist. AOC says it's only half, half right. Or I'm sorry, who's AOC? You know. Alexandria. Oh, uh, yes. She's a saucy, saucy mama suit. She's a saucy mama suit. She's an idiot. Well, she's. Like, I'll the guy off his shark. He was being interviewed on CNN the other day, and he said, I'm sorry, but we're taking our business all outside of Democratic <laughs> states. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. says... Is that AOC, Mark Cuban? He said, no, yes, no, 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 why. The bald guy, Kevin. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said, AOC, she's an idiot when it comes to business. Yep. She's killing New York. Yeah. we're all moving mm-hmm. our businesses overseas. Jesus. I saw that. Ocasio-Cortez. Yep. They're killing the economies. He said he he was on fucking it was like Today Show or something. He yeah. flat out said every Democratic run big city is the the economies are being slaughtered. Business yeah. taxes taking it elsewhere. Everything, yeah, they're done. They're done playing games with what this shit. What happened to Made in America? Right, Biden. Did right. all his signs campaigning mm. say? What the fuck was his campaign? I don't know. Yeah. Total cock. He said his his campaign was I'm not Trump. That was his campaign. Yeah. I'm in a basement. I'm in a basement. I'm not Trump. That was his campaign. Yeah. I'm not Trump. That was his campaign. Yeah. And, and Tell were, me I'm wrong, JP. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm in the basement. No, that's it. Most, okay. most voters that voted in <coughs> for Biden, I say the large, vast majority of them were just anti-Trumpers that didn't right. believe maybe not in his values but maybe in the way he voiced his opinion maybe they see him was not they're just more as, anti-Trump yeah maybe not as right. civil as what hey. they thought he they thought not, he was a racist point blank well I mean and also you gotta look at the way the media portrayed him mm-hmm. they portrayed him as a complete racist as a complete yeah. bigot as, mm-hmm. as the worst person ever and he was a TV reality guy that everything been handed to him. He's never had to work for a day in his life. And he is the absolute corruption in America that he is corporate America mm-hmm. is greed and his finest. Yeah. But then this guy gave up billions of dollars to come work and give his salary away. Didn't get to, paid, yeah. And they get completely demoralized in front of every entire in front of the entire world. I yeah. mean, why would you want to do that? His right. kids, his everybody, they're under like that scrutiny. Beyond belief that we couldn't even imagine every single thing they do, they're being watched. And it's a conspiracy, JP. <laughs> but yet, this guy did it and lost money. He lost money. Yeah. He's a billionaire. Yeah. When do billionaires lose money to try to help the average person? Right. Just tell me. What, right. what congressman, what senator, what president came in poor and then left rich? Every single one of them right. except one. 
Donald mm-hmm. Trump's done when it came in rich as hell and left less and that's money why than they he started was such out a with. Threat. And that's, that's when why you know. Am. That's when you know he's for the people. Mm-hmm. He, he's willing to take a loss. He don't he care. He was on to something. Nobody cares. Yep. I mean, he don't care. Mm-hmm. Look what he's going after. He's going after the central banks because yep. they control the United Fuck, States. Yes, they control right. the world. The central banks control everything that goes on in our society. Yeah. yeah. Go, Andy. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I'd say Trump, uh, he's in for a penny, in for a pound. He is he's all in. Um, I mean, geez, he's uh he's no spring chicken, you know. I think he's gonna go down fighting and uh uh he's I just think it's incredible. You remember when you're a kid and they explain how go- how our government works and they're like, Well, if you're a citizen and you're forty, um um you can be president. You know, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. wow, yeah. Yeah. wow, that's amazing. But I just got to work towards it. But it never yeah. happened. But right. It happened. It happened. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the guy that um, the system didn't want got in. Right. You know, I mean, you can tell who your allies are by who he picks his enemies to some extent. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to think about. Like, so... What they wanted didn't happen, so... They tried to stop it. They tried to stop it. It took a billionaire to yeah. go to show the average yeah. person exactly yeah. how the rich people are going to stop because right. he knows them. He knows who they are. He mm-hmm. interacts with them. He was a part of them. You yeah. look at the picture before he became president. They were all loving Donald Trump. Donald yeah. Trump was the yeah. American dream. They would write rap songs about that by Obama in his autobiography. Yeah. Beloved. He, right. Yeah. They all loved him. He donated their societies, their, their their causes and whatnot. He was awesome. Everybody loved him. All of a sudden, he ran for president. He stood for the average person, the American people. He's supposed to stand up for we the people. He stood up for us. And look how they all act. Because they ain't for us. They're not for us at all. They're against us mm, 100%. Who showed up at East Palestine? I mean, it's just, you, there's mm. no way you to know explain I mean? anything that's ever been done. This guy, we have a train derailment that poisons the area that I actually live in, and this guy doesn't even show up. The president of the United States right? doesn't show up. He got Nobody. better shit to do in Ukraine. The guy that they the- robbed of the of the election of 2020, they completely robbed, and everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. He came, and he showed yep. he cared. He brought water. Out of his own goodness, of his own heart, he whether it's a the political stunt or not, he still showed up. Right. He still was there. No one else was there. Not Pete Buttigieg. Not Biden, right. not anybody well, else. They, uh, and they, they were grateful for him. They didn't come till they after he grateful. said he was coming. After Trump said he was coming, they were like, we're yeah, coming. We're yeah, coming. you're coming a day late and our dollar's short because nobody gives a shit. An hour after he said, I'm coming nobody to Nobody gave a shit. It could have been An fucking hour. five seconds and people didn't give a shit because you didn't give a shit. Right. I live there. Fuck him. I live there. He's a piece of shit. So five seconds late, a dollar too late, a dollar too short, a day, whatever you want to call it. He was late. He didn't show up. He didn't care. Nobody cared. Donald Trump cared. He's the only one. So when Pete Buttigieg showed up, right? So when he showed up and he was wearing that um, hard hat hat, and he looked like the village people. (laughs) And he looked like fucking little tikes. Like Like, a little little tikes. Bob the Builder. 
Bob's a builder, village people. <laughs> he so, took no questions. So no, no, he wouldn't take a question from, okay. from any independent any independent journalist. And that's he what refused happened. questioning. I don't understand that. How's this guy that we pay, uh, the taxpayers pay this guy? That's the only reason he has right. a job. They Why can't he answer questions to people that pay his salary? How can you not answer this? Well, here's how could you just parade around as a photo op after someone already came to make an assessment? You Mm -hmm. came late. Mm -hmm. You didn't care. It wasn't on your top priorities of anything. You're the transportation secretary. Are you surprised? Isn't it like 18? It was like 18 days later. I didn't expect anything out of Pete Buttigieg. (laughs) I don't expect anything out of the freaking government. I know they're corrupt as hell. What was it? Five days. It was five days after the derailment. He was on television talking about how fucking bridges are racist. Oh. How bridges are racist because him, taking little children that are black under the certain bridge, it was unreal. And and also you got to think of the hard hat things where the, he said that there were too many white guys in hard hats in like inner cities. This was after, after the train derailment. And no one was talking about it. He's over here, like, doing this. <laughs> With his little cocky attitude. Unreal. No. Like, these people, like, everyone me. is in this area is... Now, if I, honestly, where I'm at, if Trump wouldn't have done nothing, I would have worried. Right. Right. Joe Biden does nothing. It doesn't surprise me. Not one it, bit. He he booted judge doesn't come down. I am not surprised. Right. If Trump wouldn't have Fetterman come down. Fetterman disappears. His wife goes off to Canada. That's what I mean. Our senator. And she didn't fire. She fucking knew. She fucking knew. He's fucking gone. He went to D.C. a month before this happened and never came back. He warned his wife. He warned his fucking wife. And he got black bagged. Tranked and thrown into a rehab facility for a month. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. I'm sorry. Well, Chris, the official news story is that John Fetterman was hospitalized for depression. Peanut voices in his head. Uh, The official story is uh, John Fetterman was hospitalized for depression. And uh, another official story was his wife left the country. To go help another country, and she went to fight fires in Pittsburgh. East Pittsburgh, in East Pittsburgh, <laughs> completely untrained. Um, so that's the official story, Kristen. And continue. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm oh, sorry. Well, well, I saw pictures of her on Niagara Falls with her children. Where is while Fetterman? He's in a rehab facility. Where's Fetterman? Where's Fetterman? That's all we want to know. Yeah. Where's Fetterman? Well, Proof of life, motherfucker. Well, Show me the Fetterman. (laughs) Everybody calm down. signing bills right now in a mental institution. Wrap that around your fucking head for a minute, America. Wrap it around your fucking head. He's in a mental institution signing bills. Well, let's calm down. I'm I'm going to be the uh, MSNBC guy. (laughs) John Fetterman, uh, he's he's still in a mental institution. Doing great, though. And he's doing great. He's do, he's doing fantastic, and he's signing off on bills. Uh, also, uh, his wife has just fled to different countries and is fighting <laughs> fires in uh, East Pittsburgh, and she is just the talk of the town. And she's doing so great right now, and she's so pleased that her husband's recovery is doing so well. 
So, Kristen, I don't we, know what you're talking about. We gotta, we gotta show both sides of the news, you know? Yeah, yeah. Both I sides mean, of the news. Both sides. <laughs> it could go either way. It could go either way. So, well, Fetterman's wife, if you're listening, we're gonna need a family portrait. Yeah. We'd, we'd, lo- we'd love to in- have an interview. There's also a casting call for the next Adam's family movie. <laughs> There's that. There's that. Yeah. What's that Uncle Fester put the light bulb in his mouth? Yeah. What was that? He put a light bulb yeah. in his mouth? Yeah, Uncle Fester. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, no, like he could be Lurch, too. Right? He could go either way with him. So many. So many. So many different, well, like... What I, what I told Stu like, Peters, what I still told Stu Peters producers... Yes? ...was, I said, what do you do when Herman Munster goes rogue? <laughs> you know? You fucking trank him and black bag him. Because he was there in D.C. Never came back. We never, you know, he, he got ill. He fell ill. You know what I'm saying? Like you did air quotes. He got ill. He air fell quotes. ill. He yeah. fell ill. Like he yeah. thought About he might depression. have been having another stroke, and then that turned into depression. And then he started hearing the voice of Peanuts characters in his head when people were talking to him. Like mm-hmm. think of the narrative. Like just think of that insane logic. I'll tell you what, though, he is also very sharp dressed. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. like before it was kind of. I, I mean, like not like a senator, but. Um, <laughs> Man, he's, I mean, I, I don't know where he gets his suits made. Listen, if what Kristen's saying is I love true, you. God bless him, because yeah. he was trying to fight for us. Right, I agree. Wherever he is, he I hope because, Fetterman, Because no matter what we see, like, we joke around a lot about Fetterman. We've always yeah. made jokes about Fetterman. I love the absolute comfort that he's in. Like, yeah. you're, you're dressed like Fetterman, Jackie. Right. You know, right. but, like, if you mind. think about you're it, You're dressed Jack, like Fetterman right now. But think about this realistically. <laughs> yeah. Fetterman is not one of them. Fetterman is not an elite. No. He never was, nor would he ever be. So walking into those chambers and finding out what he knew, and he knew because fucking DeWine and Biden and McCarthy all met on the Ohio River a month before, and, like, he heard it. And as an American citizen, as someone, like, he might have been a leftist. Yeah, he might have been, like, I out, like, a, a, a fracking, I, a fracking, fracking, fracking. I stand with fracking. I stand with, I, I stand with fracking. Eagles I, I, are better than eagles. Like, no matter what he was, like, as an American citizen with his, his children and his wife and everything he knew on this Ohio River, he fucking warned somebody. Because, like, because in, in that reality, he's not an NPC. He's not an elite person. He got mixed in. He got in too deep because, they, like, he's a fucking, like, like, put him in. Like, he's a fucking stamp on this vote or whatever. Like He didn't raise his hand and vote. Right. Can I give the best analogy of our government that I've ever Absolutely. heard? Absolutely. Have you ever watched The Game of Thrones? Yes. Nope. Yes. Never did, never okay. will. Anyone yeah. that is listening, you really have to because there's this guy that we follow. He does podcasts or whatever. He pops on him once in a while. And he's this national. I don't know. You know, he's not a U.S. citizen. He's a state national and all this okay, stuff. Okay. Anyway, 
He compares the way the world is run to the Game of Thrones. Mm. Okay. Because it's controlled by a bank. Mm. Right. Everybody's in cahoots. And when you sat that when you said like they met Mitch McConnell wherever they were, yeah. you got me thinking it's just like a round table in the Game of Thrones. Ah, the yeah. And the freaking yeah. the hand and the king's brother and the mm. knight's guard and yes, that's right. what is they yeah. literally meet like that. This is what's going mm-hmm. down this week. This is your part. This is your part. This is what we got to do for this narrative. It's exactly yep. watch and, the game. Yeah, and you have to pay attention no, to that because when a whole bunch of people, God. you have Democrats and Republicans in a bipartisan law, when they're passing this infrastructure bill, and trillions of dollars are going into Dewine's pockets, mm-hmm. and they're all on the Ohio River. That's symbolic. That is symbolic. They said in that article. Fetterman and, and DeWine actually have a contract. Oh, yeah. To run the Ohio. Turn the other Fetterman way. Was look the other involved. way. Everyone was supposed to look the other way. And the what fucking happened. What happened. Oh, yeah. what, what happened. National, uh, national News. Whatever that national news guy that showed up. When he got arrested. If DeWine wouldn't have had that mother dude arrested, if you wouldn't have had him arrested, this would have never made national news. This would have never made national news. And that's when DeWine messed up. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is when DeWine messed up. And then this broke out. And now it got way more exposure than it was supposed to because their goal was to hit Amish country. East what? Palestine has 5,000 residents and everything mm. around it is uh, Amish country. Andy, go on. Well, to sort of um, bring this some of this around again to the original um, idea of the show, if a lot of this seems like it was uh, by design meant to almost flaunt uh, what is being done, if it seems like that demoralization is designed, that's true. And that's why... Um, people like uh, all of us you're listening to here tonight on the Steel Plaza podcast. Um, I'm Andy, the Chief Philosophical Officer. Um, you know, there is a spirit and something we had mentioned, I just learned about tonight. And uh, tell me if I've got this right. The January 6th prisoners, every night at nine o'clock, they sing the national yes. anthem. Is that yes. right? That is correct. Okay, well, okay, okay, average person that, um, <laughs> um, instead of, like, planning a jailbreak, um, I mean... Right, yeah. Well, no, but something small, I mean, the next time it's 9 o'clock and you notice, um, you can listen to it, you can say, if you're in the car, you can turn yeah. off the radio, um, um... Maybe somebody notices screen. that you're doing that and you talk to other people and that's a way to talk about and you can do it. You can live stream it with a whole mess of people at the same time in support of those January six prisoners. Right. What song is it exactly that they're singing? It's the national anthem. The national mm-hmm. anthem. So yeah. They play at the football games. Yeah. So what they do? Put it on your YouTube. Yeah. Station. So what they nine do o'clock. is at nine o'clock at night, everyone that is in the DC Gulag. So it's it's about twenty men. And what they do is they get on the phone and he calls, this guy calls out to one of his family members and they do like a, a Zoom call as well. 
and he reads scriptures from the Bible, and then they pray, and he, he prays over the nation, he prays over everyone there, and then they sing the national anthem, and, and, and like, at first, you know, you, like, all the guys are, like, you know, slowly, like, it's out of tune at first, and then, and then it gets louder and louder, and, and you just, you can feel it in your soul. Like, and it just, like, it, it brings me, it, like, it, like, I've never, I never thought in my reality that I would experience what we're going through as a nation and seeing what we've seen, knowing the truth and then knowing the lies were told and then, and then also seeing people still, still willing to die on their hill. You know, what they believe in, like, you know, going into that capital and doing no wrong. You know what I mean? Like, like it just, it, and still standing strong in their faith and still being able to sing the national anthem. How do you do that every night? How do you do that every night when you're, when, when you're being oppressed and you're being, what else? Remain inspired. Something that inspires me personally yeah. is that in one way or another, in a bunch of ways, um, I know that people are counting on me. And think of the, of the um, people that maybe are counting on you because, let's face it, you know, people that work, a lot of people too old, too sick, too young, um, any number of other reasons cannot get by on their own in this world. You know, they're all in that group of people. Um, Adam. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. And if you think about it, it's like, it's inspirational. That can keep you going. People are counting on you. Right. People are counting on you. Your kids, your family, yeah. speaking the truth. That's what it is. Like, and yeah. you have to. Yes. You have to stand in your truth. Because you stand. Good. With that, without standing in your truth, yeah. you, you will give in to that fear. And you will give in to that false narrative. If, I if think you don't. the spirit of 1776 too, is a brotherhood. You know, the Bible yeah. says... Be good to your fellow man. You know, treat others as you'd want to be right. treated. And I think it really needs to go back to that. Right. Because that's a really big uniting. Yes, speak your truth. But if it causes division, you know, figure out a way around it. Because then you know who are your brothers and who are not on your side. And you work through to that. Yeah. In a yeah. certain way. But yeah. out, out, even, even outside of the Bible, right? Right. Even outside of the Bible, in a non-denominational way, whatever that word is, non-denominational way. Non-denomination. Yeah. Everybody joins together under that flag. Right. For one love. Christian. One love. Whatever well, non-Christian. Well, and you believe. I mean, to carry through and to put it uh, engrossed, I think, is the right word on a piece of legislation. They write one bunch of letters, like 40-point font, you know. Anyway, um, anyway. The, I mean, it says rights come from God right. to us, right. and we give them to you. You know, and, you know, let's, let's understand that relationship a little bit better because... My rights come from God. Right. 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 Exactly. We don't get rights from government. Know, government is not law. above people. You right. work for us. Right. We pay you... To help us when we need you. Like, that's what I thought government was. My my version of government up until my great awakening was I pay taxes 
for these people to help me in time of need. And they didn't. But yeah, and they didn't. But other than that, but other than that, like I don't know what they do. Now I know they probably eat babies, but like Wow. <laughs> That's a different show. Anyways. <laughs> the idea that the national anthem and spirit the spirit Every night at nine o'clock, there's like a wave on the in the universe. Now that's Eastern right. Eastern time. Can I presume? Yep. You gotta I be specific yeah, this about things. Washington D.C., so that's got to be uh, Eastern standard. This, I'm this is a global network we got going here. Right. Yeah. So that would be what minus five GMT. Minus five GMT. Well, that's not global mountain, is it? It's Greenwich, ain't it? Oh, Greenwich. So we would need to check Greenwich meantime. Over there in uh, across uh, uh, Europe somewhere. Where the hell is Greenwich anyway? Is that Ireland? Oh, I'm I'm or Greenwich Village, New York. Greenwich uh, Village, New York. You meantime. don't want to be Greenwich Village, New York. So we always think about this, and we're we're going back to it. Why does that? Anthem, stir our hearts. It invokes that spirit. Um, yeah. There are a lot of things that do it, and that is the all-time number one, but there's a bunch of other great ones, too. When you think about it, uh, America the Beautiful, Ray Charles, mm-hmm. are you kidding yeah. me? Um, there are so many um, beautiful versions. There's the uh, there's the Jimi Hendrix. Version. And how often do you hear them? And that's never, I think that's the thing never. is you never hear that. And then and then you show up at a baseball game. You get tickets to a baseball game. You buy like some beer and you sit down and it's like stand up for the national anthem. And everyone takes their hat off and you see some they people, go through the motions. Yeah, but and you see some people holding their hands on their. But there's you see some veterans. You see some real people that actually shed tears. And 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 then it does it does do something to you. And you're like, oh wow. Well But it, it wasn't until recently that I'm like, oh my. Well, there's oh, not wow. many songs that the, the very end of it is a is a question. Oh yeah. say does that Star oh, yeah. Spangled Banner wave the, over the yeah. water free in the home of the wow. break. That's a question. Oh. Does it shit, does dude. it? That's a Holy question to you. Shit. The land of the does, free and the does home it? of the brave does it. Yes. I say does oh, that so star-spangled banner yet wave. Look around you. if you're free. Yeah. Look around you. Does it? Does it still wave? Yeah. We're not free. We sure aren't. That's why they have the fringe on the flags now. Yeah. We have our black different. flag We're outside. Not free. The no surrender black on black on black. That's go. what we have. The no surrender flag. Um, no quarters given. No quarters. The spirit of 1776. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for telling a friend. And we'll catch you right back here on the Steel Plaza podcast.